0: hello and welcome to motor cult episode 39 i am eric berger joined as always by my co-host ryan sanitsky hello hello yay it's sunday it's saturday yeah no, i mean sorry. yeah it's saturday no, they don't know in quotation
1: fingers. They don't know what time, they don't know what day it is. Sure,
0: well, yep, pro- and, you know, we're recording on a, noon, on a Saturday, yep. as we always do. As always. Yep, and uh, we are drinking beer, which I have, um, I've got a Northeast because I haven't gone beer shopping for anything and, interesting.
1: And I've got uh, one of the last Twilight Summer ales that were in the refrigerator. Delicious. It is fantastic to shoot, <laughs> if uh, you've not had it before. No, but I think I tried pre- that a couple episodes ago. Yeah, we, we, we uh, previously reviewed that, but I'm speaking more for the listener um uh, anyway let's yes. talk uh, let's jump into it because yep
0: so we're back um i actually came back from california just i think yesterday morning you and jan are going out on thursday morning
1: yes we are so we'll
0: cover most of monterey probably after you get back we'll talk on that a little bit but um before we start on that i want to talk briefly about um <laughs> i just got to the studio here maybe 15 minutes before you did maybe yeah. 20 something like that I uh, was driving my Laguna Seca Blue E46 M3 here, which is parked just outside. Yeah. Uh, I pull up, open the unit, get inside, open the screen, close the garage door, put my keys down, get my koozie, set my walkie-talkie down, and a cop pulls up and says, hello. I'm like, hello? He's like, can I see your driver's license? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. What's this about? And he's like, I'm conducting a traffic stop. I'm like uh, where i'm here what i'm like i have a, I'm, what <laughs> like i'm i'm parked here and they like feels the hood of my car is like hood's still warm I'm like yeah i drove it recently but like i've been here for like 5 10 15 minutes and i had time to like open up and like put my keys down and everything yeah and so he's like can i see your proof of insurance too i'm like yeah sure i guess it's is it okay if i go into the car it's in there i was like yeah okay give my proof of insurance he takes it goes to his ford explorer parked just outside of my unit I go inside to get my koozie and to call my lawyer because I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And I talk to my lawyer, just tell him what's going on. He gives me some advice, just like what to do, what to make sure I do and don't do. um, Just in this kind of weird situation. And the cop comes back. So I hang up with the lawyer and he has uh, a piece of paper in his hand. I don't know if it's a written warning or a ticket, but like the fact of the matter, I was in a, parked car in my unit in Chanhassen.
1: And he never told you what you had done.
0: Right. So then he comes off saying, like, I clocked you doing 80 on 212. I'm like, when? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, long story short, he, he's very insistent that he clocked me doing 80, which I wasn't doing, on 212. He somehow followed me, arrived, like, way later in a gated community to find me parked here in this car. I grant it's a really rare color and kind of an uncommon car, so I'm sure he did see one, but, like, the fact that... Anyway... I've,
1: I've seen other Lagunas... There are Blue a couple down curious. in here. Yeah. There's and a couple it's, in here. Yeah, and, like, in this unit... In, not this particular unit, but the, in this this facility there's 150 garages yeah you know. i i've um you're right i've seen at least two here yep um so it,
0: anyway that was a little weird the guy and was just like he was like shaking mad because like i wasn't admitting to speeding i'm like well dude i i like i understand you're mad but like if you I, followed me, A, I didn't see you, B, like, what the hell? Why like, didn't you
1: pull me over? Right, like, 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 light me up and
0: follow me, like, what's going on? But, like, uh, longer, 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 he talks, like, he's got this thing, and he, like, told me, like, this the speed amount he was going to cite me for and all this stuff, I'm like, you know, dude, like, I'm I'm sorry that you feel that way and you assume this is me, but, like... It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> and he's like, just, well, okay, is it possible that between wherever you came from and here you straight over the speed limit like anything is possible it's entirely possible i'm only human 65 miles an hour could have merged off i don't know maybe he's like just takes the ticket folds it in half rips it up twice it's like thank you for at least admitting that most of yeah, the time really. when i come up to people they're just like no i've never do that i've never speed i'm like well no of course i speed once in a while but like i'm not trying to no, do it that's... all the time and he goes on just tons of stories about like people down here where he's like issued warnings to and like given talkings to many many times and this kind of stuff i'm like Like, dude, I totally get what you're saying, but, like, you came in to, like, my space, accused me of doing this, going to talk to neighbors that are outside about, like, asking them questions. Like, when did he show up and this and that? I I don't know. I I don't want to talk the guy down because he was genuinely really nice. He he was was really nice. No,
1: but the way he went about it for traffic, like, because basically what he did is he tried to publicly humiliate humiliate you. right and I don't know why word was so hard for me in the middle of
0: that conversation I, I didn't know this until it was happening but Scott was in here too he came in a few minutes after I did came from the same place and uh the cop apparently ran a red light like straight up following me well he flipped his lights on yeah but still that's if re- you flip your lights on you can just do anything you want right? yeah that's he, he said that as long as he flips his lights on he can do whatever he wants that's he he said that he said that <sighs> yes
1: I feel like that mindset's why,
0: why, why anyway, people keep being shot by the fact by that, that, like, I'm really good at spotting port Explorers. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Like, had I saw this guy following me, I would have just pulled over. I'm like, all right, yeah. what, what, what's going on? Clearly, you're following
1: me. I'm wondering, you know, but, like, I... I'm l- really l- thinking that guy probably saw, like, a blue M3... Or, like, a blue
0: 323 that's, like, Montreal blue or something? I don't know. Or even,
1: like, Plasti-Dip or something. I'm thinking, Could like, be. a Plasti-Dip like E36. That is basically a
0: Plasti-Dip color. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's
1: like, I'm sure there's probably something like Plasti-Dip E36 from some, like, douchebaggy dying teenager that was driving around in the area. Yeah. And that's what he saw, and he decided he doesn't bother you about it. Yeah, that's But like, anyway, I, that's I, ridiculous.
0: I guess this kind of derailed. I didn't mean to start this, like... T- don't talk in the cop. He was super nice. He didn't well, issue me a citation for something no, that No, no, he didn't he, do.
1: he was he was very nice about it. But I think, I, about I think but the whole situation that he got himself into yeah. that, that would disqualify him from being super nice, I think.
0: I just don't think he should have tried to even issue me a citation at the beginning. I'm like I like I, I get like come talk to me. Like if you have concerns about people going fast in blue three series, like yeah, let's chat. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> that that can be a topic. We have a podcast we can talk about that. We can also like, talk about
0: warm <laughs> engines and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. it's weird. It's but
1: I, Well, not only that, he puts his hand in the hood on a late August day when it is, you know, 88 degrees outside. We also commented on the car had Xenon headlights. and I made the point. I'm
0: like, all 3 Series Coupes in the United States have Xenon headlights. So this cop, cop,
1: uh, yeah, I don't think this cop was extremely nice. I think he was being respectful because he knew he didn't do anything. He was pretty nice, but he really,
0: I mean, he had... It didn't sound like he had much of whatever he was following up on. So. I think he
1: knew that he was wasting your time. He was trying to get you to admit to something, but he was being nice because he knew that you brought, you I were on, your, on the phone with your lawyer. I and don't he, think he knew that at the time
0: because I didn't offer that I was on my phone with my lawyer because my lawyer also advised me not to let on that I was on the phone with my lawyer. That's yeah. This cop sounds. Anyway, on that high note, I actually (laughs) kind of like that guy. If I run into him at cars and caves, I'll shake his hand and talk to him. It's fine. That's good. At least he was. At least he was like nice enough for you to like him. Uh, And he saved me from having to like go to court to like establish that the thing I didn't
1: do, I didn't do. That's true. Which historically has not worked very well for you. Um, Uh, That's true. So (laughs) speaking of caves, yes, (laughs) which are garages. um, Did you see the story about the um, grandson? And then went into, his, that got some cars from his granny's garage and what she had housed in him. It was on Haggerty and Jalopnik No, and however, I'm going to open it right now because mm-hmm. I see it's in the show notes. Um so old lady had said, oh yeah, I've got some old sports cars uh, from when me and your grandfather were younger uh, that we just want to try and get rid of. Could you help me out with that? He goes <laughs> in the garage. First thing, uh, the least desirable car that was there was a MG TD, which is a very rare MG. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Okay. Uh, but in addition to that, he uh, found a cocaine out, like, totally white-on-white with matching white wheels, Lamborghini Countach, uh, LP5000. 500. Yeah. Oh, is it a 500? I thought it was a 5000. I think they're... Weren't they LP400S, the, the last the, ones? The, the, no, the 400S, the 500S, and the 5000. It is a 500S. And then there's a 5000 Quattroval. Uh, oh, but, dude, you're
0: right. Look at this. LP500S, also called the LP5000S. Told you. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say you're wrong. I, like, I just never heard of that. I, d-
1: I don't know much about Italian cars, but I will tell you everything about the okay. Countach. Because so that's the only the one So the difference care about.
0: between the LP400S, I thought it was, and the LP5000S is a revised fender flare and front spoilers.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway. So, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the <laughs> mid-era one had like a really horrible looking safety bumper on it. And yeah. They, they made it a little bit better later on. Did any
0: of them have that factory cannonball run front spoiler on them? Like, the actual, like, wing on the front? No, they didn't. Okay. that was a Yeah, that was thing. the aftermarket thing, yeah. Okay. I uh, like
1: that. <laughs> it did look cool. The it first time I really watched movie, I
0: am like, this is super dumb. And then I'm like, I locked, watched it more. I'm like, this is actually really cool. I want that in my car. <laughs> Put that in the Ferrari. But
1: in addition to the Countach, she also had a Ferrari 308. QV or standard? I didn't look too far into it because I was... Pulling my wad over my perfect. Well, coontosh. there's a white Countach, so yeah, yeah I wouldn't I expect you to get any further than that. You could have a Duesenberg next to a first-gen Sylvia, and I still wouldn't care about those cars because the Countach is there and it's dominating my attention. Oh but my no.
2: god, you should see how they're parked. They're parked like. Yeah, There's
1: they're, they're parked like golf carts in yeah. a maintenance shed. Oh they really God. are. Like, <laughs> it, like the, the cars just don't matter. It's so funny. I want to know, like, it, it's, how much money. It mentions interesting they, cars well, housed that, in leaky garages. That Countach is about a $700,000 car, and the... No, like,
2: how much do they spend new? Like, they must have spent a lot Probably new. about
1: $190,000, including the MGTD, which is probably about like a $5,000 car. I think a, a 308 was like eighty five, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't so know. Like really I, I know I know that the Countach was famously $100,000 when it was new.
2: So they knew that they like spent all this money on these cars and they parked them like that and just Well, they
0: just the well, it said the guy was in the rental car business. Oh. So they're probably just, Exotic Rental Car Business yeah, so in 1989.
1: Okay, so they're oh, probably yeah. just like old rental cars yeah. that he just kept. So they're probably not in like fab
0: condition or anything, but Doesn't really matter if
1: they are or not. But I just said that was such a hilarious story. I'm just happy to see that there's still fantastic, literal barn finds out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's really cool. I I
0: don't, the ceilings are pretty low in here, so I don't think it could fit like, well, quote unquote, barn find. I know. I called my black M3, so African American M3, a barn find. Yeah. And it was in a driveway.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's a a barn, a barn find is not literally in a barn. No. It's just something like, it's something that's just been like tucked away in a corner. That's not pretty not, much not everybody it was. has a
0: barn. It's blocking the prison's entire driveway and garage for three and a half years.
1: Yeah, oh. so I just had to get rid of it. So anyway, Yay. speaking of, I suppose I wildly rare link. cars. Uh, why don't you tell me about how your uh, Monterey Car Week pregame went? Okay, so yes,
0: I went out to Monterey. Well, actually I flew out to SFO on I guess last Thursday um for the two days leading up to the monterey car week and that is the pre-reunion technically at laguna seca so the two events i went for the first one was there's a car show that kicks off monterey car week and downtown monterey mm-hmm. that happens on uh, friday night I think okay it, yeah, friday night so that's what i actually went down there for i got everything sorted i got my hotel i got my flights get my rental car you see all the same cars but without the riffraff right I thought so, but the car show was worse than going to Laguna Seca the day before. Really? Because there is legitimately no riffraff when you go there. So I flew out Thursday um, and I got into town. I guess, no, I flew out Wednesday night. It doesn't matter. I got into Monterey at two in the morning, found a very cozy, quiet uh, gravel lot on the mountain where i parked my rental prius v <laughs> left it quote-unquote running for heat because it was like 50 degrees out there yeah i told and you i it's, slept it, in it it's not like warm- <laughs> oh did you not even get the a first room? night i slept wow. in the prius because i got in at two in the morning I'm, like, I'm not paying full night hotel for like three hours of rest yeah it's worth it yeah. so yeah. that's what i did i slept in that thing it was fine um and then i immediately went downtown to scope out the location for this car show the following day and then on a whim i decided to drive to laguna seca because i've never seen it before it's a (laughs) a really cool track it's the first thing that you see is a beige mountain with a sign at the bottom of it and then you go up the steepest sketchiest hill like ever ever that is constantly being traversed by stackers in like trucks with priceless cars on them yeah like if your brakes fail you are done. you're done you're done um and anyway that, that that mountain is endlessly eroding too so like they're yep. always having so to rebuild that, that'll it. be yeah. that'll be gone someday they will just have to rebuild it again yeah <clears> but anyway <throat> i get up to the shack there's nobody in it i'm like i don't know let's keep driving then yep that's <laughs> so i drove literally all over the grounds i mean i went up to the camping area yeah walked around took pictures and i was like i was super satisfied i, I just love how that. accessible it is like, i know it was
1: great get, you can get anywhere at laguna seca without actually going onto the racetrack without yep. having to like talk to anyone it's great yeah i mean i, I voluntarily talked to the people there because they're very
0: nice mm-hmm. but it yeah I, I, so after I, I i walked around as much as i could and drove around the grounds as much as i could I actually like went back down the hill yeah and then went back to town Then i came back a little bit later and then there was somebody in the shack i'm like oh well hi i'm just gonna walk around the paddock because the gift shop's open now and i need some swag yeah totally because that's what you do you have to yeah <laughs> and um they're like oh it's five dollars for the day i'm like all right, there $10? you go. Five dollars, wow. Five dollars. I know, I could barely afford it. And there was oh the gosh. story that finally showed up from the previous thing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you you should put up like the Coon picture
2: Tash. where they look like just trash. Uh, that
1: that that's a pretty trashy looking picture of a Coontash.
2: Well, yeah, but
0: but like, look, there's like a 308 parked sideways in front here. Yeah, like I said, hilarious. they look like golf carts parked in a maintenance. If you shed. click
2: over like the arrow one, I think that's when you'll see them covered. No, that, one more. That's the inside.
0: There you there go. go. There you go. Yep. Just covered in crap.
3: There
2: you
0: go. That <laughs> oh, Lord. that white Countach. But anyway, I, so did, I, I How did you
1: feel about actually seeing the corkscrew in real life? Oh, it was
0: great, but that was later in the day. I didn't yeah. even I didn't even ask the guy if I could walk up there. like I didn't oh. see anyone walking up to the corkscrew. I'm like, well, There's nothing it's to not see in the there. paddock. No. Well, I know. And it's like it's not a nice walk. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a hike. I mean, I'm I'm just like pale and wheezy and white, so it's a hike for me. Yeah. And, <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, I paid the five bucks and I I got across the bridge and down to the center of the track and I stopped at the next dude there, just checking people out to make sure they're going in the right place. The guy's like, you can just park down on the paddock and walk around. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm in a Prius. Where can I park? He's like, <laughs> oh, you can park anywhere and walk. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna park by the uh, the timing tower then or whatever the hell yeah. it was and walk down. So I did. Took my camera. I've got a few photos I took. Um, I can post a... I think I already posted a link to them on the Motor Cult Facebook page, so you can check them out there. I'm not going to waste the time on the podcast on everything. There's a couple things I do want to show, Um, mainly pre-war. Excellent. Yay. Yeah, that's right, everyone. That was
1: Eric Doing the pre-war bell (laughs) for himself. Voluntarily. (laughs) So uh, while you're getting those images uh, up, the first time I ever went to Laguna Seco was for a vintage Porsche track day that was happening when i happened to be in town visiting some family there that sounds pretty rad yeah and it's my first time ever having seen the corkscrew is watching like a, a succession of 911s you know take the corkscrew barely holding on the grip and watching a box dirt nearly flip over nice. after going into the dirt too much like, grip. Was, oh okay
0: it wasn't too yeah. much grip it no was. no
1: like he, he like slid off and like he got up on two wheels but kept on the ground it was it was interesting
0: I mean, I I'd love to experience that at full chat on the track because like I'm told, like when you get up to it, and you actually start turning into the corner, you can't see shit.
1: Well, that's the thing is like it's all those things where you see it on like four zone stuff, but you don't really appreciate it till you see it in real life because that's like it's a probably it's like five a, stories. Yeah, it's I was say it's like a good solid three to five story drop. It's like, five. I thought it was six, but I was corrected at the track. It's five. Yep. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> that. That's your average. It's about as high, about as tall as your house. I mean, really, it's. It's quite a bit higher than my house. Well, I mean the the drop, yeah. like that, that, dr- that drop, I it's mean, like from, feet, from roof it. to ground floor, the, like it's, it's,
0: it's deceivingly a lot.
1: Yeah. It's you're, you're going down for a lot and you have got two off camber and they're both off camber, aren't they? I think uh, one's off camber and the, then the other one the is camber. The top one isn't. Um, okay. But the second one is, once you, yeah.
0: you, you your first initial turn left isn't, your turn right is.
1: Yeah, okay. So yeah, that, that's that's a thought. Yeah, because it, it's a really uh, questionable turn.
0: Okay, so I've got this thing up on the screen. This is uh, when I actually saw it coming out of the trailer. That and is fantastic. <laughs> my first experience with this car wasn't looking at it. It was the noise coming from the other side of the paddock. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like really, really rapid like machine gun flatulence just billowing across the paddock. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's as best I can describe it. Like machine gun, it didn't have like any sort of s- sustenance or resonance to it. It was just like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds like it, felt sounds... <laughs> like faster.
0: And, uh, there's more photos I have here of it actually parking. <laughs> and the, the guy in the driver's seat was like 260, 6'2", like pretty muscly dude. He was three pointing like, this thing into the tent and it was like both hands on one side of the wheel just like using his body mass to like thrust the steering wheel. Oh
1: yeah, I'm sure it must be insane. How much do you think that thing weighs? It's got to be at least 4,000 pounds. It's
0: deceiving because that thing, that roof,
1: yeah, is 8 foot 2.
0: 6,000 pounds. It's That's,
1: huge. That is a massive vehicle. It had vehicle.
0: 1930 tags on it. It has a real diff, but it still had wood wheels. So like yeah. this thing is perplexing. That's why I took pictures of it. Like I was like...
1: I'm um, I'm curious what it is. Because at first when you said it was a... Um, when you showed it to me, I'm like, oh, it must be like maybe I like can... Well, Mercedes- you said there were like two
0: makes that had that barrel hook, Yeah, right? yeah.
1: So like Mercedes Simplex was one. I feel like I got to do this um, in the meantime. Thanks. Yeah. But and kind of theme, I mean, it could be an Oldsmobile as well. I also want to show this thing, which is pre-war. Um, That's a post-war engine though, bud. Is it? Yeah.
0: Are you 100% sure? Is that a V8? It's got Offenhauser heads on it. But yeah. It's a flathead, which started in '32. Oh, is that a flathead? That yeah. looks
1: way narrow for a flat. Oh, that is a flathead. Offy flathead. So okay. I'm nah, guessing it's to...
0: been updated a little bit, but I'm guessing. That's cool. I think this is still pre-war. Maybe it's post-war by a little bit, but I,
1: I it's don't know. it's like on the cusp. It's but still look really where cool. the shifter is. In between your legs. Yeah,
0: yes. So your manual mm. shifter is right where your gentleman's sausage is. So you keep thwacking it when going into third and fourth or second and fourth. Well, so say just keep it in fourth. Actually, no, it's probably a three-speed. Just going into second. You want to avoid second. You just
1: want to keep it in first and third. Then. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, I think the so. that, that's
0: the motor cult advice for this week. Keep it in first and third.
1: Yeah, same thing with my Vans. I grand second and fourth year is useless.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a vintage exotic car. Skip second until it's hot. Like, just skip second all the time. <laughs> exactly. Really. But Yeah, no, it, it was great. I Walking around the paddock there, I the few people I did actively reach out and talk to, like there was a guy there with a... Uh, I also,
1: I love that mini Marcos. Oh, I it. should
0: pull up the picture of that. That's such a Jana car. I actually sent that picture directly to Jana. Yes. Good.
1: Uh, I think it? I told you that, <laughs> that Jana had to see it.
0: Yeah, no, I, mean, I I I knew that ahead of time. Like it wasn't. I oh, no it was no just a hard was but um, cool. I was walking around the paddock near the end of my day, and I saw a guy unloading a Datsun five ten, like a pretty Excellent. nice one. So I was like, oh, cool, I'll go take a picture of that thing. They get it unloaded, pushed off the trailer. What's inside on in the lower level? An E thirty M three touring car.
1: Really? Yeah. So oh, I'm wow. stopped
0: dead and I'm You just also
1: like, saw the uh, BMW Batmobile as well that you showed me. Uh, there's like four or five of those there. Yeah. there's a yeah, there the car the rolling for That is a mini
0: Marcos. Yep. So that so tiny. That is the. I mean, you parked that thing next to that pre 1930 I love thing.
1: It so yeah, much. it's a very. Those cars actually did really well back in the day. I'm sure they did. They're, that
0: is a 10-inch wheel. I looked at the Hoosier tire size. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> it's cool. a mini.
1: Like it, it's a it's mm-hmm. a fiberglass-bodied mini, and it's very quick.
0: Yeah, no, I I'm sure. Like the arrow must help a ton on that thing. So and then there's also an older Alfa Romeo. I don't know if it's a four C or AC. i C. I'm but
1: pretty sure it's a four C. Yeah, I don't. I think an eight would have had more eights are massive plus the eights have the exhaust in the outside yeah so
0: that's probably a 4c and uh, lovely inside and all that obviously but oh yeah. look at that batmobile i know There right. again there were like five e9 batmobiles there um i know this this event i'm i'm gonna try to go for the whole thing next year it's, it's gonna cost so much i mean it's like 2500 bucks oh, yeah. to go without admission to pebble beach
1: yeah it's it's rough <laughs> for one week Uh, Do you you think Pebble Beach is bad? Um, Did you look up trying to get into the Quail? That's what I meant. Sorry. No, no, no. Pebble Beach is bad. Like Pebble Beach, that's three hundred dollars for the base ticket. For that's for the cheap ticket for the Quail. It's something like I think it's like seven hundred dollars. Quail VIP with unlimited champagnes, eight fifty. Yeah, well, it's it's like seven hundred dollars to get into Quail for like the peasant seats. Yes,
0: yes, I understand. But did you not hear unlimited champagne? I'm not. No,
1: no, you're not done there <laughs> because there's a there's a peasant class which is seven hundred fifty dollars that is a lottery that does not guarantee you to get in. You don't get your money back if you don't. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Then oh, there's, there's that one the that you mentioned. Then there is the vip experience, experience with helicopter helicopter escort where they fly you in a helicopter it's four thousand dollars i'm with, not
0: i'm not spending that
1: with unlimited champagne i don't have fuck you money no i of course not but who'd be there like it's gonna oh, be there's the touring car by the way that is so cool <sighs> anthony it's, reed it's gonna be like adam carolla like and the sultan of brunei do you know what I'm actually <laughs> gonna do next year? I'm what? gonna take
0: two separate trips up to Monterey. I'm gonna go last weekend and next weekend, and I'm
1: gonna skip the middle because that's too expensive.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. Or
1: get a job.
0: No, I have a pretty good job. That's no, no, I mean, money. no, and I mean, I
1: mean, just just for that one week, I like, get a job at a McDonald's. I wonder
0: if you could get employed <laughs> by the people out there running the event. Ooh, hey, hey, well, be oh, Pebble yeah.
2: Beach Concourse, we have uh three to four willing employees. We
0: have um uh, really misanthropic, but autistically accurate uh, JDM and DTM people. So yes,
1: that's in, Hit trend. us up.
2: In, in, in French.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, if you have any mini
1: Marcoses, Jana will yeah. so what, them all So what I'm excited for next week yeah. is... Um, I'm really
0: excited to hear you guys recap of your time. Today. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> but
1: uh, no, so yeah, Motor Trend and Infinity are doing this like Japanese classics whatever thing yeah. in front of Concourse across the street so can actually get into it. So they just okay. like rent out a parking lot across the street. <laughs> um, but I looked at the list of cars that are coming in and it's just like, there's a lot of stuff that's happening with Japanese cars in the world right now. What, and um, I think that they, these people might've been like the last ones on the list to like get some cars in. Cause like they're getting some like really random, like super nice versions of random cars. So like, yeah, you, you have a two, Toyota 2000 GT that's going to be there, right? <sighs> Which is oh, great. Yeah. But then you're going to also have. Like a Fairlady 1500, which is like the first Nissan Fairlady to actually so do something in like, motorsports.
0: Uh, what uh, there was a term for this, like uh, the the Les Refusés art show or whatever. It's yeah, like the refused pieces from this well, really the, prestigious well, art show. I, I'm not quite done with this because right, you, you need going. to understand this. Talk there's
1: gonna things, be like uh, there's gonna be a um, Midnight Purple to r R34 there. And then, is that being brought by our good friend, Brian? Brian? I, th- I think so, probably. Okay, good. I, I saw it on the list. I'm like, that's yeah, probably Brian. But the one that We're kind of throws me through a loop is an Infinity J30.
0: Wow. I haven't seen one of those since, like, a junkyard after Cash for Clunkers. Yeah, I know,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> and so that's like makes me think, like, what? How did this end up
0: here? So this is a show that normally caters to the J30s of the world, but since it's so close... <laughs> The people that didn't make it into Concorde d'Elegance are just registering for this lesser event with their, like, multi-million Well, no, the, these
1: these are people, this is, like, by invite. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, how did you end up with a J30? Like, I just did a consider the following on the J30, which I think, just because I, I, that's for, like, unloved, kind of cool ja- old Japanese cars on yeah. Japanese nostalgia car. But I'm like, That's also I'm a Bill and I topic that we all yeah, love. Yeah, it's true. And, and that's what it's named after. But I'm, no I'm, way. Yeah. <laughs> but I was reading, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, one of these things is not like the other. One of these things is new. <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
0: That does seem like a bit of, I mean, all JDM, yeah. But, um, Going back on that just a second, the, the featured mark this year is Datsun, is it not?
1: I think that might be why the J30 ended up there. Because I imagine probably Nissan had all their, like, okay. super good cars at Rolex. And then they're like, oh, What do we We have? What's left? (laughs) What what, what's left in our in our thing? They're like, uh, we got the janitors D twenty one, and then we got a J thirty that we got left over from new, and we got a Datsun fifteen hundred, and that was owned by like our head of maintenance, like back in the sixties. The J thirty is a BG thirty, right? yeah. Yeah. All All right. All right yeah, let's, let's, do, let's, do J30, let's do the J thirty. Let's do the. You can leave that Datsun pickup, and uh, yeah, we'll take the Datsun fifteen hundred. <laughs> 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 like, I, do, I don't understand, but I, I, I'm I I'm hope excited you to see, see two thousand GTS. A bunch of them. oh, there will be. Um, no, I'm I'm excited to go. You know, in all, in all honesty, I feel like this J thirty awkwardly being there. I really want to either be supremely perfect or just. A hundred percent normal and like obviously a stand-in for something else. This is not Matt Farah's million mile Lexus. <laughs> I know, this, this is just this is and Infinity G thirty with one hundred forty thousand miles. No, I was gonna
0: say like this is Steve <laughs> Florence's one point five million mile J thirty or something. <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, exactly. Like, like so, somebody you've never heard of.
1: <laughs> um, Joe
0: Schmo. But oh, anyway, yeah. oh, let's man.
1: um let's kind of keep plugging through because I sure. want to talk about another very cool car. Uh, that Brabus is making. Mm. It is a smart, a smart car, a smart four two for for that matter.
0: Yeah. Well, they've done a bunch of those before actually. Brabus Smarts have been around since the smart car came to the
1: USA. Probably before even. But they've not made the 100 125 horsepower version. That. That's that a true. lot of power. The for stock one's
0: like sixty something,
1: something like that, and I think and the turbo
0: the, ones were like ninety before. So yeah, this is that pretty, was like one
1: twenty five.
0: I'm, I'm gonna pull this up here real quick.
1: This, wow. is, this is also the lightest car in America, it's, and it's rear-wheel drive.
0: Yep, and do they, are they offering the manual on this one? I assume so. I
1: don't know, because I know all the ones that we've had previously in America are automatic on only. No,
0: but we can... Oh, well, they're automated manual only, previously, yeah. But you can get a manual in the current gen yes. here. Right. Really? Okay,
1: so yeah, then I've probably. I've one,
0: but I've seen it in Florida. Seen to... T- 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 yes.
1: Then, yeah, you might be able to. I think that'd be hilarious. 060 time is only 9.2 seconds now. Yeah, and electronically le- limited top speed to 109. I feel like there's a way to turn off the electronic limiter. I feel like there's a way to do that on my electric Fiat, too, but I haven't found it. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's actually a pretty cool smart. Well, this one's a paddle shift. That well, whatever. Good. But I mean, still, 125 horsepower and a smart. Oh, I'm it's got like with. the triple exhaust, like a 458. Or F F40.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, the F40's <laughs> got a much smaller center one, though. This is much more equal, like a uh, 458.
1: I'm just, I'm just happy
0: this exists. I kind of am too. I mean, I, I really like tiny cars and like that thing
1: with that kind of power is, pr- I mean, I like tiny cars and I like stupid cars and that's everything that I love. It's a tiny, stupid car with a lot of power. Yeah. It must
0: not be that light. Cause those power figures really aren't that great. Or it's the automated manual. I think killing. it's, I
1: think it's the transmission probably killing it because I mean, they only weigh like 2000 pounds. Really? Yeah. They weigh less than, they're the only car that's lighter than a Mirage. That's why the Mirage doesn't get lightest car in America. Huh. Because of the Smart two. Interesting. Oh, my God. It's $46,000.
0: <laughs> no, that's going to be a pass, actually. You know me. what? If
1: I had fuck you money, if I had money to go to the Quail, I would buy that. Take your Barabbas Smart for two yeah, to the Quail? Sure. Why not? I, don't right. know, I just have it. I don't know what I'd do with it, but I'd have it. Because the thing is, once I'm saying $4,000 to take a helicopter to the Quail, I probably have enough money to just b- drop on this. Could you spend
0: $8,000 to get your car helicopter lifted to the Quail?
1: Yeah, I'm sure they will. Because, I mean, like, when the Sultan of Brunei... They Brun- have to cater to Dubai people. Like, yeah, they, you're, yeah, you're dealing with, like, this... You're, you're dealing with the Sultan of Brunei and, like, the Saudi royal family and like, stuff like that and, like, Kim Jong-un and just, like, ridiculous people. How does Kim Jong-un fit into this? I don't know. I imagine he's probably got a fantastic car collection. That's, like, a prerequisite Are they all to it. He probably a all, um, oh, shit, a, King a King All no. 88s? But they're probably, like, North I know he's Korean knockouts. That is true. They just have a toilet car, yeah. Yep. But no, I think that... I would be shocked if Kim Jong Un did not have a great car collection because every dictator historically has had a great car collection. Okay. And he was, well, he did go to college in America. So he has had exposure to American car culture. So it makes you believe that Kim Jong Un probably just wastes lousy amounts of money on really cool cars. Or lousy. they've got no money and he has like a car collection like yours, which Ouch. is like a well, good I mean, car you're not, collection. You're not wrong. It's a good car collection, but I mean, like, if you're a dictator, you know. Yeah, you probably should have a
0: better garage. Yeah, like, mean.
1: yeah, like, like you've like got some guy from Minnesota. Yeah, like you're you're <laughs> some guy, and you gotta get great car collection. But like, <laughs> if you're a dictator and you're like, you I know... I do not
0: have a toilet car for the record. I would love one.
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing. I just could follow it around by a Mercedes not, S that, class with a toilet in it. Things things like this make me wonder if he has a good car collection because once you have a toilet in your car, you have to have like at least an F forty. <laughs> like that—that that comes before. Or King
0: saying F forty eight <laughs> and F forty, like based off a of, uh, like a f- like this one's eight better. It's based <laughs> on a Fiero. They like, bought it off Craigslist in San Bernardino. i was not saying <laughs>
1: like a like a panic Fiero. It just like kind of looks like an F forty. <laughs> but oh, man, yeah.
0: driving into uh, Monterey. I drove through San Jose at one in the morning. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, at one point in time, I drove between two buildings flanking the highway. The one on the right said AMD, and the one on the left said Intel. I'm like, ooh, tension. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And then what? I drove through Hollister. I'm like, oh, God. I went to...
1: It's been like about five, six years since I've been to California last. So I want to see how my like Sohan Valley's grown. This part of California. But, uh, yeah, this part of California is pretty, pretty say. significant. But like when I first went there... My You know, back like 2005 or so, 2006, San Jose was an armpit. Like, that's the sort of place you locked your doors and you drove through it. Hmm. And now you're like, you drive through it and you're like, wow, this is nice. And like, now you're driving through it. It's like, wow, it's like Hong Kong.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Santa Clara is definitely nicer because it's probably closer to the action. But yeah, San Jose is pretty good now.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's kind of thing. That's, it's been getting much better.
0: I drove by the San Jose International Airport. From SFO. Oh, yeah. It was still worth it. I mean, it was so much cheaper to fly into SFO. For nonstop. I could go to San Jose pretty cheaply with a layover, but my ears would just kill me.
1: I don't have that problem.
0: Yeah, well, lucky you.
1: Yeah, that's true. On my way
0: there, there was a police escorted group of 27 people.
2: Police escorted? Police
0: escorted the whole time. Police saw to it that they all got on at the same time. There were cops... In SFO when they got there, making sure they all got off. They all got to baggage claim together.
1: Oh, they might be being deported or something.
0: They're all from North Dakota, and they're all really loud Jesus-y people. Oh. I I cannot figure out why. White supremacists? Uh, Yeah, Corey told me
2: that they were singing on the plane.
0: Oh, yeah. I have a video clip of this, but they, they were singing... Some really terrible cliche cliches.
2: This little light of mine, maybe. Probably.
1: I'm sorry. Is somebody sitting on the point where I'm on? I'm oh, did I the mention the that right there were the
0: three rows behind me and none of them slept at one in the morning? Oh no. Okay, because yeah, that was the case also.
1: I I don't understand how you're so calm about this.
0: Also, did you tell them to fuck off? My rental car uh, reservation was messed up, and I got 300 miles instead of the 450 I paid for. So I cut like my entire San Francisco explanation or er, exploration chunk out what uh the hotel which had complimentary on-site parking which is why i booked there charged me 33 dollars, which i was <gasps> adamantly telling them they may not do to my credit card when they're trying to get me to sign out in the morning uh what else you had a horrible trip oh yeah i should have had cory on today like i told him like every time any one of these things is like, yeah
1: how is this possible
2: I I got a lot of the memes he sent you to calm me down. I think I
1: think you're you're a lot calmer than I am. Yeah, probably because people like if I'm on an airplane, anybody's singing. You know, I got there, it can be one, one o'clock in the afternoon. You're sitting on an airplane. You're I will tell at.
0: you, if Laguna Seca wasn't perfect and it was five dollars, I would have been livid about that trip. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it was perfect and it was five dollars. I mean, the downtown show was really great too, but. That's good. I had to kill so much time because it started yeah. at like five thirty in the evening, uh, and I had to leave at six thirty. Well, anyway.
1: ne- ne- next year, go for the
0: actual car week. I, there's no way I would miss the part of the event that I went to. So right, really? I have to go. So that for, that that is that dude, that's now
1: like a thing you have to. Go I to, have John. to. Okay. That is
0: a must because I mean everything you're gonna see. Not necessarily the concourse cars. I wish there was. There probably is an event like that for the people that show up just to show the concourse cars. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's called Carmel. It's uh, Carmel or Concours on the Ave.
0: Okay, so that too. Then those two things I think would be the musts because you want to catch those people coming into town and unloading. I don't really care about the main events that much. Yeah, well, Concours
1: Concours on the Ave is like. Once all the car, all the Concourse cars have showed up, yeah, they just line um, Carmel Drive, the main yeah. street through Carmel, California. Yes, yeah. so those are with that's cars. That's what she'd want to yeah. do. Yeah, and you can like walk what right to them. What day of the week is them. that? I think it's Friday. Oh, fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. Gonna... I think it's a Friday
0: thing. Seriously, it it might honestly be cost effective to fly to California twice in, in really in wow. one week just oh, to yeah, do then those to two stay events. Th- I
2: know it's going to cost us fifteen hundred dollars for a hotel room for four nights.
0: Yeah. I it, mean, it my is, hotel yeah. was like it was well should have been 189, but it'd being, like 220 something. I was, talking, editor, was, I was talking to my I was talking
1: my editor. He's like staying in Salinas, and I'm like, dude, it's an hour away and it's an armpit. He goes, I might get stabbed, but if I if I don't get stabbed, I'll. I'll be uh, I'll be able to. I'll call this a, a win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Well, hey, let's. Uh, we'll talk
0: way more about that next week.
1: Let's talk about other cool European hatchbacks. Yes. Um, uh. <laughs> or I guess not really that cool, but kind of cool. Uh, did you want to talk about this, or did you want me to? No, you you do the uh, you do these guys. Okay. So Volkswagen added forty new colors to the Golf R. Wow. Are. Up from like mm. the one they offered before. They had was like black. Three. They had like black, silver, and like navy blue. They had the I Nazi flag. Right, like, like,
2: that's. That, yeah that was that it was your choice. yeah
1: <laughs> you can
0: also have... one more thing monterey yeah. before we go on on this how oh, you call the beetle the nazi road oiler yeah my new best friend with that dtm car or whatever yeah he calls all the air-cooled porsche 911 race cars nazi road german oilers. track oilers i'm just like <laughs>
1: i get it yeah it's just <laughs> they always leak everywhere it's just anyway that, I <laughs> that's that fantastic was the guy
0: is so good at he was great
1: um so yeah, no volts. I like added forty new colors to go far because yes. uh, people, were, I guess, were complaining I about actually, having the choice of three. Yeah, basically.
0: Okay. Well, I, I wrote. Rank, I wrote.
1: You know. I wrote a more in-depth post on the Motorcult blog about this. It'll be uh, well once you guys are listening to this. It'll probably should be live if not it'll be live. If uh, not, hit
0: refresh until you DDOS it and then try again.
1: Yeah, it'll probably yes. be if it's not live uh, when you see us. It'll be live Monday morning. Um, but no, it's it, 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 it's I think it's actually a really good thing because for you know for the longest time you know it used it's to be curious. you would have cool colors for like every car like in the '90s you can get a GMC Sonoma pickup in pink and you can get a purple Ford Escort like Meow. they don't have to be special cars to have cool colors. Are you talking the splash colors? Yeah, like uh, well, no, not just that. Just like cool colors. Rangers, for, keep those it that are way. disgusting. I'm, I'm trying to talk here, but there's cute I care. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, So, no, like, back in the 90s, like, you could get, like, cool colors on cars. Tahitian and Green then, Pearl. Yeah, exactly. But in the 2000s, that all went away. And, like, all your Electron Blue Pearls and Tahitian Green Pearls and, like, Ginster Yellows became Desert Sand mica and Pistachio Metallic. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the same thing with BMW in the 90s. They had, like, Daytona Violet. Like, and, they like, had a cool Storal colors, yeah. And, yeah.
1: So I think it's cool that this is coming back. Fern green. Um if you want to like go through there, I that's I'm not sure you put this Bugatti Devo thing in the middle. But I, uh, if oh, you, if you look that's bel- in the middle? Yeah, if you look below that and you click on the uh media.vw link I Oh got sorry, there. I didn't
0: even see your link.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um it let, will let show you all of, real all of the really cool colors. Ah, um look
0: at that. And what's the premium?
1: Uh it's a twenty five hundred dollar premium.
0: Twenty five hundred dollars on a car that base was thirty eight.
1: But, I mean, still. So, they charge you that much extra for that
0: color? Yeah. Do you realize BMW will paint your car any color you want for $1,700, and it's called BMW Individual?
1: Well, that's because BMW is better than Volkswagen. That we, is true. We yeah. already knew that. But Mercedes charges like 6500 for this same thing. So, I mean, you, you can still do it. Um... But no, if you scroll down, you look at the other <laughs> colors that are available. Uh, I mean, you can see there's some really cool colors. My favorite one's Caribbean green. I'm gonna open that up, actually. Yeah, because I
2: like traffic purple, but tra- tra- it's not purple. Tra- it's traffic pink.
1: Purple. Traffic purple. It's like in your face pink. But uh, no, the Caribbean green is probably one of the best teal colors I've ever seen.
2: Okay, I'm gonna step on a soapbox for a
1: second. Okay. Why don't
2: they just say pink, like ruby stone red, not a red. Pinkington pink.
1: Tin pink. No, ruby like stone red is pink. And then plasma
2: purple. No, pink. that's pink.
1: Yep. And then just
2: say pink car manufacturers. That's what I want.
0: Yeah. Just like.
1: Well, uh, no. Then they'll charge you an extra five five hundred dollars because pink tax.
2: I just want to be Barbie. <laughs> I
1: think the pink tax is something unrelated to cars. Yeah. <laughs> it would still happen. It's, it just goes for things marketed to women.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, true. So. yeah. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I just it's. An interesting way of looking at it, I guess. Is that just not even loading a little oh, bit? Oh, oh, oh! Up there it goes. All right, now let me switch over the capture card. All right. All right good. You can,
1: if you scroll down, it'll go through every color with its name. Okay. It is fantastic. Viper green. Viper green.
0: Ginster yellow.
1: Deep blue pearl. Oh, Moss green. Star blue. Think- Oxide red. Jazz, Jazz blue, blue pearl. pearl anthracite metallic. Are we going to really name every single one of these 40s? Fuck no, I'm already bored. <laughs> Kirby and see, Green's yeah, pretty cool. That's a pretty skookum color. Look at Traffic Purple. Did you see it? Oh, wow. Yeah. It is, like, in your face. It's yeah. Barbie pink.
0: I like that they have, like, oranges and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that no, reminds like, me of the Golf
1: Fahrenheit, the Mark V. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they actually have the color Ooh, from that. Oh, they have
2: Taco Night.
1: Is oh, it is curry that yellow? Curry yellow? Yeah. Uh, I, my favorite thing I've read though was uh, when Top Gear went through the colors. They mentioned curry yellow, and they're like, "We've never seen curry at this color, but we have, we have had seen we have seen something the next morning that was this color." <laughs> yep, I'm kind of right there with them. I
0: don't think curries are actually that color typically. No, yeah. they're not. And then yeah, there's also there's diarrhea.
1: also one called Cliff Green. I'm not sure what Cliff this is in, but maybe it's in like Chernobyl or like Fukushima. <laughs> but that's not the color grasses. <laughs> <laughs> i I also I do think Raita going like when you're probably RPG Fukushima. is
3: like
2: way too high on your plan now
0: if, is that named after
1: victory and Rasita uh Rosita, probably the street yes oh um I was trying to plug Randy randomly. yes it is Randy well Randy named after the intersection he grew up on so. yeah great okay that makes sense but anyway I, I think volt second should take this and just expand it to all of their vehicles. <laughs> okay like i, I mean, would why not i mean
0: just pull a page out of bmw and just charge them extra exactly
1: like you're you're not gonna lose money and it's like so what somebody gets a sarantos turquoise toreg like that's actually sounds I want fantastic a
2: traffic pur- uh traffic purple uh, tiguan because <laughs> i hate tra- myself i know
1: the tiguan me. the big one no it's not good you no no that. you get you get traffic purple in the up
2: yes oh yeah i want the up
1: yeah well it's it's purple. up exclamation point but i if, understand yeah, it's Condition. It's yeah. actually it's not really a Bonix It's the, the I think it's actually I think it's Zulu that uses that. Um It really should probably. I want look an that
2: up. up themed
1: up. An up with a bunch of of balloons on top of it. Yes. <laughs> That'd be fantastic.
2: And a talking dog <laughs> in the passenger seat.
1: Anyway, we're uh, yep. Yeah, tell okay. me about this Bugatti. Okay, so the
0: main reason I picked this uh story here is because it's called the Devo, and we are Devo. Rip. Rip in. Rip piece. Devo.
1: Uh, but anyway, yeah, for some of you that don't know us, we had a mutual friend named Devo who passed away not long before we started. And uh, he was uh, nicknamed Devo by me uh, when I first met him, because I'm really bad with names and give like everybody a nickname <laughs> beforehand, I, before I actually remember their name. This one was really good and just kind of stuck. And the reason I, I call him Devo is uh, he had this, he had his hair like in this weird, like kind of fade thing, but it's like kind of curly at the top. Okay. So he kind of looked like uh, Rowan Orzabad from uh, Tears for Fears, and he didn't know anything about, like, new wave music. So every time I'd see him, I'd give him a name of a different new wave band I'd call him. So I'm like, hey, Tears for Fears, how's it going? Hey, New Order. Hey, Kanjuagogo. And then eventually I said Devo, and then everybody's like, I like that name. It's actually kind of a good one. And so that's how it stuck. Well, it definitely stuck. (laughs) I knew him as Devo for, like,
0: Three or four years before, I figured out his name was Eric. Yeah, yeah. there's D-
2: too many Eric's.
3: Whoa,
1: this looks cool. There are too many. But I do what have to say,
2: when I was reading it in the notes, I my dyslexic self thought it was an article on Danny DeVito. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is D-I-V-O, not D-E-V-O. And honestly, I'm trying to pull up the thing on it, but it's not loading. So oh, I, it's
1: loaded on my screen, and that car looks fucking phenomenal. Really it's
0: tell me it's about a it. Chiron with a bunch of like. 80s like uh, just like picture the the xr4 ti spoiler the one that like comes out of the top of the back of the window and it's got like a single strut in the back oh it's so cool it's like that on a bugatti it looks like it could be
2: a transformer
0: i didn't even look how many horsepower it has probably like a million
1: it's probably something like that i mean probably does like a die in this thousand miles an hour yeah of course course they they are people die bugattis every day rip that's fitting that was kind of, yeah. It doesn't say how many how much horsepower it has. Well,
0: um, um, let's just say it's got
1: like sixteen hundred horsepower. How sufficient. Much, how much does the normal Sharon have? Uh Charon is thirteen
0: hundred, I think. I'm gonna say sixteen hundred. was yeah, yeah. sixteen hundred yeah. I think is pretty safe.
1: Yeah, actually I'm gonna price is right Ian say uh fifteen hundred ninety nine just. I'm gonna say sixteen oh one then fuck it. Then watch it be sixteen hundred on the nuts. Or both to be right. I win. And Jana Whatever. wins. Jana will win with Fine. $1,600. can that. win. That. I'm okay with that. Okay. So, anyway, that's a very cool <laughs> car. What are they using it for? I, I don't know. I just picked it because it had a cool name.
2: Just for funsies.
0: I
1: didn't read it. So, do you, do know, you, think I am? Do you know where they got the, the name from, though? No. Uh, I I think Enlighten like us, right? Ra- Robert or Alfred O'Meal. Uh, Albert uh, Devo was the uh, Bug- was one of the Bugatti factory drivers in the 1920s? Oh, okay. um, along with uh, that, the uh, Veyron was actually named after. I think they're all named after. I guess that would make sense. Uh, that, that'd be really cool if they did. What that. What man was the EB 110 named after? Um, uh, EB
2: 110.
1: Emerson e- Emerson EB 110. <laughs> <laughs> or like Ettore his Bugatti name was EB 110. EB,
2: and he went 110 miles an hour.
0: Well, I mean, his name was Atori Bugatti. Wait a
1: minute. What year did the EB-110 come out? I, I 1991. I think I a Tori Bugatti was actually born in like 1881 or oh, something. Oh, so hundred 110. So 110 years. Of oh, Bugatti, you you. <laughs> we figured you out. Oh, you rascal. <laughs> but that, yeah, no, this is very cool. Um, <laughs> I'm very happy that they're naming their cars. <laughs> Are are they gonna start naming them after like other like famous guys? I Bugattis, think what like? they're gonna do
0: is they're gonna open it up to the internet like Mountain Dew and the U.S. Coast Guard did. Bodie
2: McBoatface. Yeah,
0: exactly. And Hitler did nothing wrong. I yeah. think those are the two winners.
1: Uh, no, I, I see more like are they gonna name one like Bugatti, the Bugatti Lake Geneva? About the Bugatti got thrown in the Lake Geneva. They should call it the Bugato The Bugatti 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 Bugatto. Bugatto. That'd be like the Alpha Sud, like the really yes. shitty Alfa Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: definitely need a uh, Bugatti DeVito.
0: Uh-huh. That'd be fantastic. Oh, yeah.
2: And then we can put Modi DeVito in the Bugatti
1: DeVito. Modi's so thick. But anyway, so this, yeah. is, a, this is a really cool car. I, I really hope that they're actually using it for things uh, other than just looking fancy.
0: <laughs> I love how the headline on the thing I first saw was like, the Bugatti Devo is here and it looks... Dot, dot, dot. nothing like a Chiron. <laughs> uh like yeah it just looks like a Chiron. they put an xr4 ti spoiler on too and just called it a day
1: yeah it's pretty cool i mean they did and it works you're welcome uh, audio
0: only listeners
1: i did yeah i would recommend looking it up it's a very cool looking car D-I-V-O. so um do you want to do interesting engineering before yes, we get into let's. world cup of cars well should we do it before or after i think we should uh Let's do it after? I don't want people to like get yeah, back I to work, being all hyped you, up on World do, Cup of
0: Cars. Let's do World Cup of Cars because right.
1: because it, we're, it's the semifinals. This is this one, this one segment will dictate who goes to the finals, and who will be the best now, car manufacturing country. I'm really in glad the world. Oh, god damn
0: it! I'm really glad there isn't like a uh, what do you call that thing? The the piece of paper you do to actually like generate a all bracket. Your, yeah, the bracket, whatever that thing. I'm glad you don't have one of those here. Because I would get so depressed right now. Because, like, I, like, sort of remember when things happen. Like, ooh, that's going to be impossible to beat. And, like, I know that one of these... I like both of these things a lot. Yeah, every one of these one cars of these, are great. Ugh.
1: I know. It, anyway. I think, uh, well, when we get to Sweden, we'll debate who sh- what should you represent Sweden. Because I, what I want to do... I want to do the most iconic car from each of these countries. And that's why I'm, I'm going with, uh, with all these. So, for... The semifinals, Iran has made it like further than we ever thought. I never thought that they would do this. I'm shook that they've made it this far. Are you shook AF, fam?
0: Yes. Um, I think it's mainly because the Zamiyad picture we found is like the cutest, like green mini yes. truck in mid condition. Well, I, oh. I think
1: I think that the appeal of the Zamiyad Z24 is the fact that that represents everything that a pickup truck should be, and it's just like it's a no frills workhorse. It gets everything done, and it is just so modular. You can turn to anything. It can be a dump truck. It can be a garbage truck. It can be a fire truck. It can is be it anything a big you want.
2: Fuck you to all the lifted truck bros that are like, I need this for my farm. I
1: think so because you know that's got a ridiculous like towing capacity or payload rather, um, and it's a design that's been proven. I mean, that was a Japanese design that came out like forty-five years ago, and it's still being made. New today in Iran, and they're doing perfectly fine with it. I mean, you know, say what you will about the Iranian it economy, has, like it's four still it's working, and tires. it's working yeah. really well. Still has for them. four cylinders. Yeah, like it, it, from if you listen to like truck ads today for like, oh, you know, Dodge don't. Ram 1500s, oh, like you
2: Well, no, you're, you you're going to think
1: friends with God with you how can high tell up You can tow this shit.
2: little amount the no, same No, you you're, you're, you're fiat just
1: No, the thing is is that mm-hmm, like much. Yeah, it, it's that. It's if you don't have this ginormous truck, you can't get anything accomplished. Well, this truck is the backbone of the Iranian economy. Yeah. And from those from those ads, you would think Iran has the same infrastructure as rural Siberia, and it is—it's yeah. much better. I—I'm sure. Um, and but,
2: like, not even with like, burger shows that he can tow uh, like, you know, everything—the Fiat and like. I am still known as cars.
0: the guy who scrapped a Fiat with a Fiat at the scrapyard. Yes.
2: that's awesome. <laughs> and like, so you, so you don't really need these big trucks. And I like my dad uses a Honda Ridge. Orange. Bye, Scott.
1: Anyway,
0: so um, Scott left. <laughs> I'm glad I turned up that microphone. Just yeah, to it sounded tough. fun. <laughs> um, but
2: but yeah, like my dad uses he's he uses his truck for work, just like all these people. Like my best and he's friend, got a gr- line, yeah. yeah, my best friend growing up in high school, our dads did basically the same thing. His her dad had a dually. My dad had a Honda Ridgeline.
1: Not just a dually. He had a Dodge Ram 3500 dually, yeah, like mega was, cab.
2: Yeah, and my dad was able to do the same exact stuff as you would with a dually, you know.
1: And I think I think that that's the the appeal of the Z twenty four. Yeah, and so you can. You just know, that's that's why I'm I find myself weirdly rooting for this car. Like I, I, me too, yeah. but
0: like. We haven't then, been
1: to what it's against yet. Yes, and I think we should talk about what it's against. Oh, i Because not as idea. much maybe as maybe we should have Jan talk about it as, as much okay. as. Well, one second. Is let me let me lead it in. As much as we love the Z24, yeah. for like what it stands for, it's, it's, Z24. It, it's the yeah, Z24, not the Cavalier Z24. it is underdog and it's a really cool car. But when this car came out, this too was the underdog, and to date has been the underdog. And this car has gone on to do anything and everything that you've thrown at it, mm-hmm. and that makes it the perfect car. Jana, what car is this?
2: It's a Citroën de Chevaux.
1: Yes. This Did I say it right? Citroën <laughs> 2CV, if you're American. Yes. Um, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, this car, Jana, you know, this car's done just about everything.
2: It was able to haul four humans up a large hill in St. Paul. Yeah, and, and three of them were m- men of you know average build. You looked
0: so disgraced when you like looked up at me. Like, well, three of them. Were I think. I think the other thing men. is,
1: well, let's just talk what about the, the original challenge. Though. Yeah, the original like, yeah, challenge where it was designed to have four farmers. That's like and honestly two, two farmers, cattle, yeah, and a basket of eggs. That's that.
2: honestly like one of my favorite things about Citroen is they weren't like, oh, we want a car that does car things. They're like. We want a car that does the same thing as a horse and buggy. We want a
0: road tractor, yeah, with a roof on it. Yeah,
2: exactly. And like, to me, that's so special for a car manufacturer to think of you know its demographic like that. Like you, I don't think you saw Volkswagen doing that, and they were supposed to be the people's car. And I the think French Vo- were I like, think "Hey, Volkswagen, let's do it." I think better. Volkswagen
1: did, because um, they they basically mm-hmm. said like Ford made the Model T, yeah. Volkswagen made the Beetle, and the Beetle is a departure from the Model T because the Beetle was better than the Model T, but I think the two uh, CV uh, did what the Beetle did while being better than a Model T, but at a cheaper cost and at a more reliable cost. Because the two CV was designed to just go through anything, whereas the Beetle was designed to be replaceable. Right. And I think that's the thing is that the the two CV will go through the yeah. proletariat. Yeah. And whereas the two CV is designed to just get anything done forever. And you'll never have to get rid of it <laughs> and that's kind of the thing and it's like that car a simple little car that was originally yeah a road tractor do you
0: remember that design experiment in the 1970s where porsche engineered a car that would never need anything replaced on it except for oil no that's awesome oh we should actually i shouldn't talk about it then that's really interesting well, but let's anyway, make that
1: uh interesting engineering for uh
0: we should definitely talk about it um But anyway, I feel like that's unintentionally kind of what this 2CV was. Yeah. No, it was. Forced it to the extent like you could drive it through like road salt for its entire life and it would never need anything replaced. That's so cool. It just showed that like with enough engineering dollars and like cost in the actual parts, anything could last forever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like they still made it affordable, which nowadays, if you want that ingenuity, you have to pay top dollar.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pretty much, yeah.
2: And like, you know, I could totally drive a Discival as a daily driver now. Oh,
0: me too. That thing would be so rad.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be yeah. Michael does that shit well, all the time. The yeah. thing is, they made the Z, they made the 2CV until 1990, and the reason they got rid of it was not because the car wasn't selling. They made it longer than that, didn't they? No, they got rid of it in 1990, and it wasn't because the car wasn't selling. They got rid of it in 1990 because they needed to tear on the factory because the neighborhood was blighted with crime and corruption, <laughs> and that factory was just creating an eyesore that would keep all the high-dollar rent out. The yeah. car was killed by gentrification only
0: damn it Boo. we want the 2cv bring it back
1: but anyway uh no i think what we need to touch on is this car you know it was a road tractor but it got everything done i mean it had a racing pedigree it had a four-wheel drive version where they just took another engine it into
2: comfortable. It.
1: it it's endlessly comfortable it is unbelievably reliable and then i said again it had a racing pedigree like actually like People would take these and modify them extensively for racing.
2: It was hidden from
0: Nazis. <laughs> yeah, it was hidden from Nazis. Yeah. And it, thank God, too. They had that awesome oh technology. My God. And they, yeah. they
1: actually, they, uh, to date, even near, almost 30 years after the cars been discontinued, they still have a one-make race that's extremely popular in Europe for the 2CV. Yeah. And it's not like sustaining size. It's growing. Like that's really, really cool. I remember
0: we watched that YouTube clip on that yeah TCV race. Yeah, Yeah, and that's like that's actually
1: really cool. Spec two CV race. I would
0: still love a two CV. So
2: I think. I think everyone should ride in one once because everybody looks at it and they're like, <laughs>
0: where's yeah. the rest of it? <laughs> yeah.
1: But no, when you when you actually get into it, like, yeah, no, that's that a car. Has so wow, this thing room. is very capacious and it's the most
0: comfortable seat I've ever sat. in
2: Exactly, my life. and you can fit a goat in a couple of chickens. On uh, top. A couple of
0: goats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, livestock. I think,
1: uh, well, I th- I think yeah, no, you're right. And I think another cool thing about the 2CV is even with its design being questionable to some yeah. people, those are just people that are not like into Bauhaus design. But if you are, if you are the sort of person that appreciates Bauhaus interior design, yeah. the two CV is a perfect car for you. The two CV to Bauhaus interior design is like a Chrysler airflow to art deco. Like it is yeah. the ultimate Bauhaus car. Oh yeah. And it that, looks
2: like a little camper almost. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's kind that's kind of what Bauhaus was. Is it's, it's simplicity and it is, um, it's in, industrial cues where it's function over form yeah it's supposed to look like that when it's really form over function but yeah the 2cV the does that while still being function yeah, over form and like I think it's actually a beautiful car in of itself
2: it is beautiful but they didn't build it to be beautiful they, no it just
1: it, it was it kind of right. accidental artwork yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think that's a good one yeah I mean Bauhaus is like not accidentally beautiful, but like it, very it, deliberately yes. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and that—that's
1: exactly what the two CV is. Is I think they they could have gone with any design. They could have gone with like a really cheap-looking Art Nouveau car or yeah. a really cheap-looking Art Deco car. But instead, the person that was designing goes, "Wow, look at this art style that's that's very popular right now." It's perfect for a car like this. Yeah, and that's how they went into the design of that. I think that that car honestly can will stand the time as being especially one of the, the original with that grill. Oh, yeah, oh. With, the, with the grill and, and the hood. Yeah, the uh, man, that thing looks like just the good. corrugated hood is so it, cool. The <laughs> look is so
2: <laughs> yeah. timeless. You know? uh, it's
1: pretty I, period, no, no, yeah. it's, it's period. It's very really period. Yeah. Cool. No, no, but it's no. It's okay. it's it's time it's timelessly cool. Yes. That's what it is. It is, you know, you can make a new I still stand by it, the fact that it's
0: very dated, but no, I don't it love is, it.
1: it is, but it's timeless,ly cool. Mm, Timeless it's dated, isn't the but right cool. This is word
0: to put in that sentence. Still, though,
1: it, it's well, always been cool and always will it's be. It's cool.
0: design transcends time. Yes,
1: yes. that's there a good way. Go. That's, that's what Jan is right. trying to say. Yeah, all right. but I, I think
2: I, I'm bad at English.
0: It's all right. That's uh, fine. So don't Me, worry about it. No English, no English. Good.
1: So, um, yeah, w- let's do that. Let's do this competition, and then we'll move on to the second one. Okay. Or do you want me to go over the... No, 2CV
0: wins, so we yeah. can go on to the next one. We, we just
2: wanted to talk more about the dishable. All yeah. right,
1: so 2CV wins, just hands yeah, down. Sorry, Zamiad, we love you. But the Zamiad, you know, that's a good car,
0: but... You have
2: a special place in our heart. I
0: know they made many fire trucks out of you, but they also made 2CV fire trucks, so... Yes. Which
2: are, like, snail fire trucks.
0: I know. Oh. They, they look, look like turbos! You know, I was
1: You know, there's a small part of me I was really hoping for... The Zamyad versus Japan for the final. Oh, because like that the be, 2000 GT versus the Zamyad? No, I would totally put a Mazda Porter up against the Zamyad. It'd be old Japan versus new Japan. <laughs> but anyway. Um, that would be tough. Yeah, no, that would be tough. It'd be like I couldn't choose, man. It'd be like when France had to go up against uh, Argentina. I had, to, uh, I had to think about what Kara wanted to represent France. That's like picking France. a kitten
0: over a fat existing cat. I yeah. just don't know if I could do it. They're so yeah. cute. You I got to roll, them roll them the dice. It was, that, was, that was a really rough decision we had to make. I was told last night by many people at uh, Ryan and Haley Rask's wedding reception that I need a second cat. I think you do. But, like, yes. if I was going to get a second cat, it would have to be a, a Scottish Fold kitten. <gasps> oh yes. That'd be worth it. There's a breeder, but it's in middle of North Dakota. I'm like, I'm not going there. And Corey's like, I'd go.
1: Have Corey go on his own.
0: So maybe um, I might get on a list someday.
1: Excellent. For that. Anyway, so... For our second trial in the World World Cup of Cars semifinals, we're going to have Sweden versus Japan. Now, Sweden, I chose um, the Volvo ES1800, which was their uh, shooting brake. I saw one of those on the road last week here. Yeah, my Uncle (sighs) Ralph has one. I want that car quite badly. But that's a really good car. It's basically a perfect car for every petrol-headed. It's so
0: pretty. Imagine having one of those fucking things in the sixties.
1: Oh yeah, it's it is a you know front engine, rear wheel drive, manual, shooting brake that's aimed at enthusiasts and it's endlessly reliable and very practical. Actually, currently the highest miles ever put on a car is in an ES eighteen hundred. That re-
0: suck it million mile that Lexus. Guy, yeah,
1: that guy that beat the um, beat Mercedes. Uh, he did that, uh, not long after we, uh, graduated from high school, and he still has the car, and he's still putting miles on it. Like, he's still winning. Like, every year, he wins more. So, uh, I don't think the ES-1800 has a racing pedigree, though, does it? It probably
0: does. No! No,
1: stop yelling,
0: Jesus. Scott just sent me a link. I don't care. Audi waves goodbye to manual transmissions.
1: That's... I don't care. ah, It's Audi.
0: I know, but, uh, but, but... They Uh, suck. I know they do, but they still offered them, and now they don't.
1: Well, that's fine, because that just means that we get more money every day.
0: That just means that I can pay even less attention to that stupid manufacturer. It's a terrible Um, brand. Anyway, no, I think the 1800 ES had, like, time trial success, but I don't think it did anything other than, like, rallies.
1: Yeah, I think it did, like, yeah, your occasional rally, but I I think the Amazon at that era was doing most everything. Oh, you're not talking about Amazon.com. You're talking no, about the the Volvo. Volvo Amazon, Amazon was actually doing most right. of the racing then. Probably true. Um, and then that will be going up against Japan.
0: Uh, Japan? Uh, which vehicle from Japan? Because I remember what it won with last time, and if it's
1: against that, uh, Japan wins. So obviously you're thinking that or c C10 a skyline GTR.
0: Uh, Both oh. of those are equally as gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, either way, I think it, it wins over the 1800, yes. So yeah,
2: bye, Sweden. Uh, I, I I
1: think. I think that. I, I think love that the
0: eighteen hundred, but it, it just it doesn't win. No. Over those.
1: Yeah, I think that. I think the two thousand GT is going to be even going up against uh, going up against France to have probably the hardest debate we're ever going to have, and that's how we're going to do that <laughs> after Concours. And now, after when you we say hard debate, both. Yeah,
0: I, I, I think I. Dude, I don't know if we told them on the podcast or not, or maybe I just posted about it, but. So, this coming week, we're not doing a Wednesday episode. You guys are taking the iPad and the portable microphone out to California to do episodes. Yes. And I am also doing episodes here. So, yes. what we're going to do is we're just going to stagger-release them once you guys get back. So We're
1: doing a normal thing. Yeah, we're yeah. doing
0: a normal thing. It's just going to be a little different format, but it'll be great. So, don't yeah. worry about it. And
1: we will not have something on Wednesday. Right. I'll put something up on the Motorcult blog so you don't get bored, so you can at least... Put, I'll, put some,
0: I'll put some cats up or something
1: yeah too. here we go Jeez, we'll, fi- we'll find some sort of media to give you guys so it looks like for our world cup of cars finals it's gonna be france versus uh, japan which is uh, it's gonna be tough um if it's those vehicles
0: anyway let's not talk about that until it happens yeah i don't uh, want to think about it it's like choosing between like what children I know? What children are gonna live? Which which of your two extremely productive, beautiful children, with no debilitating issues, do I you also choose to live.
1: I think we should also, since we have some time, actually put some effort into doing research as to why we cho- why we choose these cars because these. But are, I think that's fair. Yeah, because these cars are actually can we okay? Let's just papers.
0: assume we're doing two CV versus two thousand GT. Then that's gonna yes. be very tough. Oh, oh man. man! But I mean, still for the sake of researching, Wind yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. No, because if we do a Venn diagram, we're all just going to fall in love with the middle portion of it and say that everything's fine, and we give them both participation trophies. Yeah, we're not
1: doing a Venn diagram. No, because that'll just result
0: in us liking them both more, because we love both of those cars a ton.
1: Well, I see. We could do the 2C versus the 2000 GT, or we could do two people's cars. What if we do the two worst cars from each country? I would feel a lot better about that. I would feel much better about that as well. So,
0: okay, what's the people's car of Japan?
1: Well, I guess the people's car of Japan would probably be... uh... Well, I mean, what, what what are you talking about? Like, some, well, the you ones just been... brought up the the well, possibility. I, I know. I, I, I'm just saying, like like current people's car or like what is like no, the just the line, worst car ever. Basically, the worst car that's ever come out of Japan. Yeah, would probably be yeah, Mazda Protege when they're owned by by Ford. That's pretty high up there. And what about France? Ooh. They they've uh, made the, a lot of the trash. The influenza. <laughs> The, All right, the Renault or it was the, a, the Fluence. The Fluence. Yes. That one's pretty so awful. So we're doing
0: Renault Fluence versus the first gen protege. No, no, not first gen. Second first gen?
1: gen. No, it'd be like a fourth gen or something. It's some weird generation. Protege has been along for, oh, for a long time. I guess time. I haven't paid attention to that moniker being around. I had to, I had one more thing. I was well, going they were called a Familia. So they were a 323 originally, but I'll have to figure out whatever the worst car is. Well, I'll just ever. put it in I've the notes and I'll think
0: about it too. And then there's one more thing I wanted to show you from out there. Yes, the um, one of the uh, one of the Monterey teams. They unloaded this thing first out of their stocker trailer. It was parked in the back of it sideways. It's a Mazda. I can't remember what the badging said, but it's clearly the same thing as like the Cushman and whatever else too. But no, those
1: are super cool. So they were driving
0: around all day with that thing, just like moving tires
1: around and stuff. Like that is the perfect pit vehicle. No, they're really good. Yeah. um the guy runs um grid life he's got a honda street van nice that he rolls around in, in. and <laughs> what is the name of the mazda i, I don't know i like, do have I photos think of the back of it no no, no it's, it should see right there on the door oh i, I can it. blow it up then yeah blow it up hold on up oh, mazda scrum
0: yep it's a mazda scrum I there it blanking is on clear it. as day thank you digital slr
1: uh, what if we what if phone? we did like the smallest cars each country No, no, we're doing worst because right, we, we all
0: love small cars. Yes, we do. So, we're not doing that.
1: What is the are then are we ju- judging the worst car off of which one's better or which one's worse? Worse. Who made, Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Who made the best terrible car?
0: Yeah, I think we should like, it should be which is the best terrible car. Cuz I think I think since, on its
1: merits. Since these cars these both these countries the reason I want to do this is both these countries have extensive automotive catalogs. Okay. And saying the worst of the country, this will be saying the country as a whole has done better than the other one. Sure, fine. So that's good reason. I think
0: either way, the research will lend a lot of light on this. Uh, Let's move on to another French topic that that was terrible.
1: All right, TRX wheels? Yeah. All right, tell me about (laughs) it. I don't know anything about this. Okay, so I did
0: some research on TRX finally. Um, So in the late 70s, the mid 1980s up into the early to mid 90s there was a tire design called the trx and you'll know these things immediately if you see them on a european car from that period and they've got a weird tire size that's like 225 70 415 i'm like oh what wait 70 415
1: 415
0: no 70 space 415 so do you know what's really fucky about this? Is that this?
1: 415 millimeters tall? It is. No, that,
0: that's the wheel size. That's the wheel diameter. Yeah, so it's how the, the, yeah. the form factor stays the same, but it doesn't add up because the tread size and the profile are still... Why did they do this? There's no... Okay, I'll tell you why they did it. There's no really good reason, but what they did is back in 1975 when they came out with this technology... Yes. Um, tires were either low profile and good at handling, but horrible for ride comfort, or they were the other way around. They were huge sidewalls and really comfy, but couldn't handle for shit. And then this was also around the time when bias ply started going away and radials became a thing, which is where the X came from because the X letter on a tire means it's a radial ply. So the TR, what it actually stood for was a French word because Michelin is French Sense for Tension Reparti. and that basically means they engineered the tire to both have a small sidewall and to handle and to be comfortable. So, the TR from Tension Repartie and the X from Radial is where TRX came from. Why the hell they used a metric wheel size? Michelin is French. Metric system's better. That's it why it, they did it. It is, but... But they never sold an imperial wheel size TRX tire. Yeah. So, that's kind of weird. Like, so anybody why the hell a, didn't that happen?
1: Anybody that's got an imperial size or a, a trx size wheel, is not shit out of luck for tires. You can still buy them, but they're expensive. I was actually just talking to my buddy Gary
0: McGinley. He's got an E28 Euro that has, what, the 15.2-inch? What, the 415 oh my metric God, wheels? He just so bought stupid. a brand new set from JEGS. Because that's, they have, like, a wholesale distribution account with the one company that still, like, buys these Michelin TRX tires or whatever. That's so stupid. But... Anyway, the, uh, uh, when I was doing some research on this, I might mean, just went on Wikipedia, it's whatever, but they call it the Betamax of the tire industry. Yeah, it really is. No, it's a good description, description of <laughs> it's it. It's fabulous. And I'm just like, I love the fact that it's French it's, and it's just so goofy. It's, and technically, and it was
1: like, it's technically better, but not...
0: It w- was only offered on really interesting cars, though. Like, they were on, like, the Renault Alpine, like, a bunch of BMW M cars. Testarossa. Testarossa. Because that's what originally brought this up. And the 512BB. Yep. Uh, the Mondial. Uh, Ooh, yes. yeah. That's probably why the one we looked at had uh, um, uh, speed lines on it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm exactly. Have new tires. Just a bunch of weird shit like that. Like uh, pretty much all European. But that's that's what it was. I mean, it, it only lasts until. Um well, I mean, market marketable success It only really lasted until the mid-90s, and actually was fairly popular until then. Yeah, no, but I, I, then the Ferrari, radial Ferrari went away from right, it as well. Yeah. Right, so I think when the manufacturer started abandoning it, then they just started putting all the TRX like sidewall technology into regular radial tires that you could run on like cars. <laughs> but I mean, they, they still make them. Um, this thing says they still make 14 different
1: sizes as of 2014. God, imagine being the guy with the 15th size that got dropped
0: right <laughs> like oh i've got the 315 millimeter 12.4 inch trx wheel. fuck i can't
1: have the original wheels right peugeot 505 turbo diesel wagon no they
0: weren't sold on anything french except for the alpine well oh I... never mind they're on the rental 5 turbo <laughs> of course yeah <laughs> whoops and the alpha sud ti yeah that that's yeah, that is the, the guy... only link on this page that's purple for me the alpha sud
1: <laughs> the, the the alpha sud that's to be the guy the guy with the alpha sud yep he's to be the guy that's like correct got the wrong sized wheel and now he's just screwed
0: exactly <laughs> I mean they gave me the list of wheel sizes and then knowing
1: the alpha sud
0: 12.4 inch wheel was the smallest and then
1: knowing the alpha sud it probably has like a 4 by like 116, like a PCD, so you can't even get <laughs> wheels for it. and You're screwed. Like it's just enough that like a wobble bolt. What if won't a
0: manufacturer help? drilled their hub where each of the four wheel bolts was a different offset distance from the center of the hub, so you can only put the wheel on <sighs> one way? <laughs>
1: I would leave it to Citroën to do that. They totally would. I
0: bet a French engineer has done that. I'm and sure it's presented it to somebody and it's gotten a long way through the company. Yeah. And it didn't come to fruition.
1: I, I think, I think it probably like made its way through like a lot and he probably had very good reason to do that. Cause every time you see a French car with something stupid like this, well, I mean, it, there's could, good reasoning behind it. You
0: balance your wheel and tire set to your brake disc or your brake drum. Yeah. So like really, it does kind of make sense.
1: It does. Yeah. but are right. like, But it's no, still, it's, uh, no, it's pretty dumb. It's like inboard brakes, like it makes sense those are but super in, cool. It makes sense but in real life it's a bad idea.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And that's why they don't exist anymore. I mean the cost to maintain those. Although man, the the number of inboard brakes I saw this last week yeah. far outweighs the outboard brakes
1: I saw this Yeah, week. I bet. It was a big thing for a long time. But I think uh, you know, there's a point in which um shit quality or shit technology is better than good technology yeah. because the amount of labor we have to go into. I think that should be our bombshell we end on.
0: I'm fine with that. Every now and
1: then, <laughs> it's worth having some shitty technology.
0: Shitty technology
1: births good technology. Yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> thank right, you guys. very much for listening, and we'll We'll get back to you next. Uh, it'll be Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Yes, so so the, the first, first
0: to... episode you guys will hear will probably be Nick Johannes, I, and Brian yes. May.
1: Yep, there'll be that one. And then, and you'll, then you'll hear from me, Ryan Jana, and, and Ben Su from yep. Japanese Nostalgia Car. So that'll be very fun.
0: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm actually looking forward to listening to all those independently. It's going (laughs) to be very odd. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'll catch you next week. Have a good trip to Monterey.
1: Thank you. And you have a good trip to your house. I will. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye.